from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, we are told the Major League Baseball All-Star Game no longer matters. This time, it does not count as they change the rules and it goes into implementation this year, the All-Star Game, which is on Fox. Next week, it has been marginalized into exhibition status. However, that has not stopped the outrage machine from being cranked up. Because on Sunday, they announced, Sunday night, the gala lineups for the American and National League All-Stars, who's in and who didn't make the cut, the the initial cut, and the snubs. Oh, the snubs. People love the snubs for the 2018 All-Star Game. Now, leading the way, depending on what region you happen to reside in, you have some combination of the Big Maple, James Paxson, didn't make it from the Mariners. Trey Turner of the Nationals, not invited. Jed Lowry and the six A's fans upset about that. Max Muncy denied for the Dodgers. But it was another player who earned the distinction of gaining an overwhelming defense. It wasn't Paxton. It wasn't Turner. It wasn't Lowry. It wasn't Muncy. It was somebody else. Who was it? That would be the most nondescript player out of the bunch who did not make the all-star roster, the at least the initial roster. That would be the name, the pitcher by the name of Blake Snell. Who the hell is Blake Snell? Well, he's a pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays. Never heard of him. And he was given the cold shoulder by the American League All-Stars, uh, the announcement coming down. So uh, now Snell, among other things, because he plays in Tampa, 
Uh, he leads the American League in earn-run average. The e- leader in ERA does not make the all-star team in the American League. Third in opponent's batting average. Second in wins. He's got 12. And one of the off-the-radar Cy Young candidates in the American League. He won't win the Cy Young Award in part because he plays for Tampa Bay. And there's some bigger names that are ahead of him on the Cy Young list. But still, a rather nice body of work if you look at the rap sheet of this guy named Blake Snell. And that led to an impassioned rant from Chris Archer, who used to be thought of as one of the top players in baseball, Chris Archer of Tampa Bay, defending his teammate. Now, he did this in the written format, and then he did it in the audio format, uh, ranting about his uh, teammate, Blake Snell. It was a uh, manifesto, and he called out the other players in baseball, the, the people that vote for the All-Star team, the, the players who vote for the pitchers. Guys, I have an issue. My teammate, my close friend, Blake Snell, was not a unanimous selection for the All-Star game. That's a joke. Something like that can't happen. He leads the league in ERA. That means he's given up the fewest amount of runs per nine innings out of any starting pitcher in the league. Now, there's a way that he can get in as an alternate or replacement or a backup, but he's not that. He should be in the running to start the game. He's extremely talented. He's been doing it all year. There's no reason that this should happen. Players, coaches, managers, we have to do a better job with the selection process so we can put the best talent out on the field for the fans in the Midsummer Classic. If you didn't have him on your ballot, I hope that next year you take it a little bit more serious and put in the due diligence because this is important. All right. Well, it's not that important. It's in context. It's important because he happens to be a friend of his and he wanted to rant about it. Uh, But let's discuss here, uh, as you heard there, the rant calling out the other players in baseball who vote on this for not doing their due diligence. So the question is this. Would the fact that Blake Snell is not an all-star be considered more of an indictment to Blake Snell or the voting process? To me, this is all about one thing. The Tampa Bay Rays. That's what this is about. So in that respect, it's about Blake Snell. It's about the uniform that he happens to wear. My thoughts on this, you've got Siberia, the auctioning block, and the mockery. All right, we'll tie all of this together. Now, now the first thing that stood out, the the all-star voting, popularity, even amongst the players. This is the thing about, you know, you you heard that argument for years, well, the fans don't know what they're doing. They're a bunch of boobs. The all-star voting popularity, it, it is amongst the players. It's not just a fan issue. It's a player's thing. I don't even know how many of these players actually fill out their ballot. I have a sneaking suspicion that this is what's called busybody work and that there's a lot of clubhouse attendance and assistance to the assistant that actually fill out these ballots. I don't know how many of these guys actually do the, the voting. And they're like, yeah, why don't you fill this out for me? Uh, punch in some names here. I'm not watching. I don't pay attention to baseball. But this is also a product, as far as Blake Snell is concerned, because people are upset in the baseball world. We heard from Chris Archer, his teammate. But it's not just him. There's other people upset. This is a product of an old real estate catchphrase, location Location, location. If you follow the real estate game, you can take the same exact house that, let's say, we'll pick a city, we'll pick Detroit. In parts of Detroit, a house that would sell for sixty to eighty thousand dollars in a rundown part of Detroit. That same house, as far as the same number of bedrooms, same number of bathrooms, you put that house in San Jose. That same house is worth two point five million dollars. Right? Location, location, location. This guy, Blake Snell, happens to be toiling in obscurity with the Rays. You know that. I know that. And they know that. You get paid Major League Baseball-level money when you play in Tampa, but you're a half a step above the minor leagues. It's the baseball version of Siberia when you play in Tampa Bay. And people even in the sport of baseball, the players, those that are filling out the ballot, those that actually did fill out the ballot, they don't even pay attention to the Tampa Bay Rays. You are isolated. You are trivialized when you play for that team. And there's other teams like that. It's not just Tampa Bay. Now, the second thing here, Blake Snell is essentially auditioning for the other 29 teams in professional baseball. Now, he gets to play in the American League East. What does that mean? It means he gets many opportunities in high-profile games 
against the Red Sox and the Yankees, the glamour teams of the American League. And how has he done in those opportunities? Well, Blake Snell, it's a mixed bag. It's a, it's a mixed bag because Snell is 0-2 against the Yankees and has an ERA of almost 10. He's been terrible. He still leads the American League in ERA, partly because of what he's done against the Red Sox. He's got an earn-run average of under one in three starts against the Red Sox this year. He's won a couple of games against Boston, which is pacing the American League East. But overall, Blake Snell, he does have better numbers against the winning teams than he does against the doormats. But we know how this works. He's 25 years old. He's left-handed. That is the kind of commodity that ends up getting you traded out of Tampa. Sooner than later, Blake Snell, forget about being an all-star. He'll be an all-star, but he'll be an all-star wearing a different set of laundry rather than the Tampa Bay laundry because what's going to happen is Blake Snell's name is going to pop up on the auctioning block. That's going to – whether it happens at the deadline this year, not not likely, uh, or in the offseason after the year, the Rays are consistently – in upheaval, right? You get a couple of players that turn out to be good, and then immediately, within a year or two, they are outbound for other young players, and it's the the cycle that repeats itself, the revolving door cycle. Now, the last thing here, all right, Tampa Bay has decided to reinvent the wheel this season because of a lack of starting pitching or a desire not to get starting pitching and not to pay for starting pitching. They have regularly used bullpen games. This has been the Tampa thing, right? This is their weird science experiment. And this is where the Rays, if you've not been watching baseball, shame on you. The Tampa Bay Rays have attempted to make a mockery of the traditional five-man rotation because they have four starting pitchers. And then every fifth time, uh, last time through the rotation, they have a gaggle of relief pitchers. And it's, it's like a spring training game. It's like the Rays have turned the regular season into a Grapefruit League game. And it's another reason not to be all that upset that Blake Snell was left off the All-Star roster. He's playing for a team that is doing these weird science experiments during the season. Now, the only way, let me say, the only way to fix the, if there is such a thing as a, an issue with the all-star voting process or process. You know what they need to do? I'm going to take a page out of Blake, out of uh, Bud Selig's playbook, rather, to help out Blake Snell. Here's what they need to do. Blue ribbon panel. They need a blue ribbon panel. Bud Selig used to always do this back in the old days. Any kind of mild issue, they'd have a blue ribbon panel. They'd get it together, and, and that's what baseball needs to do. Get a bunch of walks, right? Put a panel together of nerds and geeks obsessed with stats. We know who they are, and they can microanalyze every minute detail, do a deep dive on every pitcher, every position player, and then they'll get in. Some of these the guys will get in. No one will be upset. There'll be no controversy. But to, here is one truism, which I believe to be fact. That Major League Baseball's all-star ratings on Fox a week from Tuesday will not suffer. No fan will be deprived not being able to watch Blake Snell pitch one inning in the all-star game. And he'll he'll likely get on the all-star roster anyway. They'll have a bunch of guys that bow out, don't want to pitch. You got the, the Mr. Softies who are protected in bubble wrap by their teams and they will not be allowed to pitch or teams will specifically start these guys the Sunday or the Saturday before the All-Star game so they are then ineligible to pitch in the All-Star game. So it'll be a lot of turnover between now and the time the Midsummer Classic from Washington, D.C. comes around. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia. You know, Ben, it's it's been a long time. How since, long has it been since, since what? Why? Since a blue ribbon, blue was, ribbon was, panel was the signifying, you know, identification mark yeah. of something that was big, yeah. right? Like in our lifetime, have you ever known? Hey, I got a blue ribbon for that, or something. You know, like who thinks blue ribbon and that's something of excellence? And yeah. yet, and yet, there is the blue ribbon panel. It is a thing. The blue ribbon. That's, how, is that's a thing. how old it is. Apparently, that uh, back in the day, blue ribbon was a big deal. 
Yeah, it's not so, such uh, a big deal a, anymore, any, unless it's a blue ribbon panel. Well, any big political controversy, the, the Warren Commission, right, the Kennedy assassination, 9-11, they have a blue ribbon panel. You, that's the key here. And, if, and yet, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, I'm on the internet here trying yeah. to find out the history of the Blue Ribbon Panel. And Did you find thing, anything? Not yeah. really. There's not, not a lot of... Uh, like where was the first Blue Ribbon no, Panel? No, as you, you mentioned the Warren Commission. That's in the uh, the article here I'm reading. Uh, yeah. So there's not a not a lot known about the Blue Ribbon, other than... Would you like us to do a full hour on the Blue Ribbon? I'm fascinated evergreen hour. by the Blue Ribbon. We can do an evergreen yeah. hour of radio, and we can just repeat that whenever we have a you know, not, you know, kind of slow day. Not a just, gold ribbon. No, 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 blue ribbon pen. Not a silver ribbon, a blue ribbon. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I dedicated my life to Blake Snell. I'm glad that Chris Archer, his teammate, is so so worked up. That's a good loyal Well, people have right heard there. of him, so you know, him at putting one his point, name behind it at one gives point, it a little bit of Chris weight. Archer was thought of as one of the up-and-coming star pitchers in baseball. Remember yeah. that? I'm, old, I'm almost old enough to remember that. That That's wasn't a, too long ago. But. Ah, it's been a long time. I mean, Chris, I mean, Chris Archer is. now, he, didn't he lose 19 games a couple years ago? He's... Uh, as you said, location. Out of sight, out of mind there in Tampa. Yeah. I'd be so upset if I lost 19 games. I'd really want to lose 20. Why? It's like when you see the temperature get to 99 degrees, just go to 100. It bothers me. Those are the kind of things that bother me. If I, got to ni- if I was a pitcher and I, got, I lost 19 games, I would demand to pitch every game until I lost 20. Well, this is that loony theory, right? Why do we care about round numbers? Yeah, well, I, it does. It matters. It does matter. You, you Wouldn't you rather lose 20 than 19? <laughs> Nobody Me, celebrates no. a 19 game loser. Well, I don't People think anyone celebrate... celebrates. Uh, no, there's a special 19 or there's... 20. No, there's a special thing, the 20 game loser club. There's no 19 game loser I, I'd club. I'd rather I'd rather not be a part of that. You you could be a part of that. No, but if you're going to do if you're going to go to the trouble to lose 19 games, wouldn't you want to be the 20 game loser? Wouldn't that be special to be the No. There be, there's been one 20 game loser since 1980. Mike Maroth of the Tigers, back when they had that biblically bad season 15 years ago. Who? That's it. Who? Think about it. There have been plenty of guys that have lost 18, 19 games. But it used to be in the 70s, it was like every year there'd be one or two guys that lost 20 games. Every year. And explain that to me. In the last, essentially, 40 years of baseball, there's been one. There's been one. Yeah, but 38 years, there's been one 20-game loser. Well, it's not right. you've got to keep getting starts for that to happen. Now, the greatest, bad, and that usually doesn't happen. Well, no, but if you lose 19 games, there's been plenty of guys that lost 18 or 19 games. Just, what's up with that? They, they're like, oh, we, we well, don't want clearly the, they the don't, shame. The team, yeah, the, they don't want them That's to hit joke. that uh, 20 mark. They should try to set the record set by John Coleman, the most invincible invincible record of all John time. John Coleman? John Coleman. I have no idea who that is. Who's John, John Coleman? He, p- he pitched for the Philadelphia Quakers. In 1883. Come on, Eddie. I bet he got a a blue ribbon. Well, he started 61 games for the Philadelphia Quakers. I love the Quakers. He was 12 and 48. That's the all-time record for most losses. (laughs) He lost 48 games. In fact, all of the... That's that's one season you're talking about. Yeah, in one year he lost 48. I'm going to say that's an unbreakable record. I'm going to go out on the limb. Pretty much every... What's the most losses since, like... The modern era. I don't even. I I had it. I used to know that, but they're all like in the 1800s. They didn't care. They just the guys would pitch. The guys would start 70 games in a season. It didn't matter. That's when men were men. They didn't have pitch counts then. No, only that pitch counting. They worried about that. None of that stuff. I once threw 300 pitches in a game. Who was the last 30 game loser? Do you know that, Eddie? I didn't even know there was someone who lost 30. Yeah, but they're games. all in the 1800s. No, but that doesn't count. Modern it doesn't era, count. What's the modern era record? When does the modern era start? I don't know, like the 1930s or something? So not even the early 1900s. Whenever, how about this? Whenever we've had two distinct leagues. When was that? When did we have a American League and a National League established? Uh, like 1905 or something like that? I don't well, know. that's still a long time ago. That's a long time ago. Yeah. So you're not going to count George Bell, the Brooklyn uh, the Brooklyn team that lost 27 the, the, games. The Brooklyn team? I don't know. Were they, they, not weren't the called the, they weren't called the, the Bean Eaters or something no, like that? No, they weren't called the Bean Eaters. They it was a Bean Eaters, else. were they not? Boston Bean Eaters. There you sure, go. why not? But uh, no, not that. But we're doing a deep dive on this. This is yeah, good radio. Sure hey, if you would like to be part, the number eight. Number one. That's right. Number one in overnights. Download the podcast. 877-99 on Fox. 877 877- Where's the outrage? Where are the Blake Snell apologists? Where, this is not right. No all-star, no peace for Blake Snell. 877-99 on Fox. 877 877- Why? Why? <laughs>
not fair. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's all you have to do. It's always a popular exercise in speculation this time of the year. The trading season in baseball with a trade deadline at the end of the month, July 31st, the non-waiver baseball trade deadline. We are 22 days away from that. And at the forefront, the the very top of the line there, looking to acquire random players. That would be the New York Yankees. Now, the Yankees are currently a playoff team, but they're not leading the American League West. The Boston Red Sox are pacing the American League West. You look at your standings in the American League East, and the Red Sox have a two-game lead. They're tied up in the loss column, so that's a legitimate two-game lead, although the uh, Yankees could certainly they have four more games they have to make up because of weather situations. But the Yankees at 58 and 29, a 667 winning percentage. Not all is right in the Bronx. Uh, they uh, are severely lacking in starting pitching. Now they have Luis Severino, the all-star, who has been magical for the Yankees. But behind him, the cupboards are bare. In the Bronx. So I know you're very concerned about this, but Sonny Gray has been drowning on a regular basis. You do have CC Sabathia, who is as old as Methuselah, uh, and he has been relatively effective. And then you have uh, Tanaka, who's been knocked around. He's been hurt uh, for the Yankees also. So what does this mean? What does it lead to? It leads to the fact that the Yankees are... Shopping for starting pitching. They are trying to acquire starting pitching, and the typical big names are being tossed around. Names like J.A. Happ, of the, the left-hander from the Blue Jays, just the Red Sox, they're kryptonite. They can't hit left-handed pitching. They're very mediocre against left-handed pitching. Cole Hamels of the Rangers is another one that could be traded at the deadline. There's another name, and, and get to the point, please. The, the name here. And I want to bury the lead that has popped up. Madison Bumgardner, World Series hero of the San Francisco Gigantes. Uh, his name has popped up. Now, we're told the, the Yankees are, quote, a realistic possibility to pursue a deal for the San Francisco Giants starting pitcher. So I want to talk about this now. The question is very simple. What are the chances the Giants would unload Madison Bumgarner. Because remember, if you look at your baseball standings, the the Giants, even though they don't look and feel like they're a contender, it's the National League. And in the National League, the arithmetic works out where the Giants can say, hey, wait a minute, the, the Giants are three and a half games behind the Diamondbacks in first place in the National League. Western Division. You're three and a half games back. You're not going to make some kind of a rational move and unload someone of the skill set of Madison Bumgarner. You're not going to do it. And the, you know, even the wild card race, the Giants are four and a half back. So they have two paths to get to a playoff spot, and they're really one good week away from baseball of getting it done. So what are the chances? I'm going to go – I'm not going to go zero. Uh, I'm going to go 30%. I think there's a 30% chance. Now, remember, not just this year. You're talking about the offseason also. I'm going to go 30% chance – that this happens. And my viewpoint on it, you've got nostalgia, hometown discount, and diminishing returns. And we will attempt to bind all of this together. Now, the first thing here, the biggest roadblock for the Yankees and anybody else who's going to try to make a deal with San Francisco for Madison Bumgarner is sentimentality. Bumgarner is the Giants' He was the beast for the Giants in that glorious run when they kept getting to the World Series, and it was clearly a glitch in baseball when they kept winning the World Series every other year. That was a problem. It was bad for baseball, but the guy that was leading that was Bumgarner. And while many pitchers turtle up, we know who they are, in big spots, Mad Bum was insane. It was, it was the, the greatest modern-era pitching performance, say, when's the modern era start? Let's say since uh, social media. Uh, when when Bumgarner was dazzling in the postseason in the World Series. And the last couple of years, San Francisco has been a middling franchise. 
They're not a, a real contender. Mathematically, they're a contender this year. Last year, they were neck and neck with the Tigers for the worst record in all of big league baseball. So, as a result, the Giants are stuck in this baseball version of the Twilight Zone. And on a scale of popularity, Bumgardner in the Bay Area, among the hardcore baseball fan, this is somebody that's cherished, this is someone that's admired, and unfortunately, nostalgia, I don't believe it's going to help the Giants. I don't think the Giants can say, I, we, we want to win this game because of nostalgia. It doesn't work that way. And, and how many people go out and watch a game because of nostalgia? How many tickets do you sell based on that? And in spite of pretty good numbers, individually, if you look at Madison Bumgarner, the games he has pitched the last two years, the first half of this season and last year for the Giants, his last 23 starts, he statistically has a very good earn-run average, and the Giants have usually lost when he's pitched. You know, This is one of those things that, that gamblers, if you're a hardcore gambler, you know there's an avenue to win a lot of money, and that is betting against big favorites. And it's not so much anymore, but last year it was always a big line. The The number on Madison Bumgarner when he pitched was usually 180, minus 200 when he was on the mound, or even more depending on the matchup. The last 23 starts for Madison Bumgarner for the Giants – the Giants have won six of them. They're six and seventeen. They have a two sixty one winning percentage over the last two years when Madison Bumgarner has pitched, and that's in spite of an earn run average of around three in one hundred and forty nine innings over the last year and a half. Now, the second thing here, as we chat late night on Fox Sports Radio, at some point, the Giants have to look at the big picture. Right now. I am not advocating trading Madison Bumgarner, but are they going to get into a bidding war? The the contract is a factor here. The contract's a factor. Madison Bumgarner's contract has one year left. The 2019 season, that's a club option. He'll be a giant under contract for one more year at $12 which is a great amount of money. But after that, he's a free agent. After that, he is free to roam around Major League Baseball. So the question becomes, if you're the Giants, does Bumgarner work out a contract before that happens, or does he just ride it out? He's 28 years old right now. Is there a home count, hometown discount situation which is in play? And and then you look at you know, down the line, he's 28 now, 20, uh, 2019, he'll be 29. And then by the time he becomes an, a free agent, he'll be 30 years old. When you look around at some of the insane amounts of money that starting pitchers have gotten, the contracts that these guys have gotten around baseball, Bumgartner, he's made good money, but he hasn't made ridiculous money. He's got a contract right now that's paying him $12 million a year. And by the time it's all done, he will have earned $50 million. I think that's what he's earned right now, actually, about $49, $50 million in career earnings. And that's in spite of all that playoff success. He's 8-3, and three, an ERA of 2, 2.11 in the postseason. And the, the World Series was ridiculous. 4-0 in the World Series, an ERA of 0.25 in the World Series. Now, for comparison's sake, right now David Price is the highest paid, the, the most recent highest paid pitcher in baseball from the Boston Red Sox. David Price has a contract with the Red Sox that, assuming he opts in, he'll make another $127 million over the rest of the contract. He's already earned $144 million. So he's going to end up with, if he, he opts into his contract, David Price will earn $271 million playing professional baseball. David Price has played in 17 playoff games. The team's record in the games David Price has pitched in is 5-12. He's made nine playoff starts, and his team is 0-9. And yet it hasn't mattered. He got paid. He got paid. He monetized David Price and made a ton of money. Now, the final word here, all right, assuming Bumgarner does not take a hometown discount and nostalgia doesn't play into all this, 
the the smart money says the Giants will pay the golden parachute. They will pay Bumgarner for past dominance. But you got to keep an eye on the Yankees here. They are supposedly stacked, loaded. They could send a gaggle of young players to San Francisco. And then you start looking down the line at diminishing returns. You say, well, Bumgarner's fine now, and he'll likely be pretty good next year at age 29, but then he's going to be 30. He's going to be a free agent. He's going to want a five-year contract or more. So you're really going to get one or two dominant years, and then the diminishing returns will start popping up for the Giants pitcher. So keep an eye on that. here. In the last couple of years, he's missed large chunks of time with injury, some of them self-inflicted. Shout out the great outdoors of Colorado. Uh, it has happened. You, you also wonder if he wants to pitch in New York. Right? Is he going to chase the money? It's been well documented that he's a small-town guy from outside Hickory, North Carolina from Bumtown. And uh, my favorite story, which Vince Scully used to love back in the day, is that he dated a girl named Madison Bumgarner. And uh, that if they had, just imagine if they had gotten married, it would have been Madison Bumgarner marries Madison Bumgarner. Just an amazing tale, which I hope it's true. But Vin, he used to talk about that story. All right, it is the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia, who's right over there hanging out. And, and also right over there. I want to say royalty, but I don't know that royalty fits. Yeah. Uh, eh. Uh, what would you call him, uh, Ben Maller Show dignitary? What do you think? Oh, he's a senior member of the Maller Militia. He's part of the inner circle, and he's also the ambassador. There you go. Yes, the ambassador the to Bakersfield. The mayor of Bakersfield as well sometimes. He's known well, as Well, I that. call him the ambassador. Yeah. Moved on. Rod in Bakersfield is paying us a visit. He's Always the, good to have him in the studio. He's the only member of the Chamber of Commerce of Bakersfield. It's a, it's a one-man operation, and it's Rod. So we were going over some restaurants. Because my wife found a restaurant that she likes in Bakersfield, and we've we've been passing through there quite a bit. Because to get from the L.A. area or Nevada, where I live, and to get through up through the central part of California, you you pretty much you have to go through Bakersfield. Yeah, I just so. went there and back uh, this weekend. Yeah, through and then back again. Yeah, yeah. What's the? You have to tell me the restaurant off the air. I may have. To I will. I I'd, I'd look it by. up. But the, well, yeah, it's probably not your thing. Uh, my wife what? likes it. Was a it's like a uh, you know it's for women. You know, it's a woman. It's a it's a female only it's a restaurant. Chick rest. No, I mean I was Sexist. I went there, but it's more. I don't think it's the food's pretty good. Well, that's all I care about. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. That's all you care about. I'll, I'll give yeah. you. The, they they said they have poutine there. I love poutine. Poutine's great. Yeah. Who doesn't like poutine? See? Right. You you already have been proven wrong on this. You don't think of poutine though in Bakersfield. It's Canadian. That's true. It's a Canadian that's dish. Like a it. Montreal thing. Pour gravy over French fries. I know. Why don't more restaurants do that? That's <laughs> it's a, a wonderful it's a, thing. It's a good question, right? I mean, who, who? I don't know anyone that doesn't like poutine. I have yet to meet per- people that don't like that dish. Seriously, have you ever met? If, if you like the French fry, you pour gravy on top. What's not to like? Seriously, I'm with you. It's just not something yeah. that a lot of people have been exposed to. I, I guess. I guess so. You know what we should do? How about me and you? Poutine invest? night? Po- no, no. Okay. Poutine restaurant. <laughs> yeah. How about that? We sir, you know that guy in Boston. How about this? That guy in Boston. Well, the guy opening the restaurant. Daniel. Daniel, yeah. the guy in Boston. He's opening the restaurant. He's he's put the menu together. Maller's poutine. How about that? Big Ben's poutine. How about that? <laughs> you like that? It sounds kind of dirty. Actually, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, you guys. Maller's are wet fries. Oh no no. This well, that is, sounds worse actually. <laughs> this would be great. This would be the number one seller on the menu. Hell Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well, Rod did not bring poutine, but he did bring some delicious ribs, and we thank him for that. Yes, very kind of him. Very, and they're still very warm, and it's that's that's a good distance from where we brought. He, kn- he knows what he's doing. Yeah, and I, I asked him, and he said, "Well, I just what I did, Ben, is I wrapped these in aluminum foil and I put them in this case. That's all you have to do. It's not that deep." Yet. Rod yeah. said that it also helps that it's 116 outside. <laughs> that's right. It's a fair point. Yeah. It's a uh, fair point. And I was invaded by ants, Eddie, the Maller Mansion. Yeah. Attacked by ants this weekend. Don't! A vicious insurgency of ants. That hey, what, what did you do about it? Well, what I did was, fortunately, years ago on the radio, I, I, I've i had many ant invasions, Eddie, and I asked the good people that listen to Fox Sports Radio to help me out, and I, I was given several products 
that are awesome at killing ants. And, Do tell. Uh, well, one of the. Do you have an, an ant yes, invasion? Yes. Uh, the Taro Liquid Ant. Uh, the, the, you can get them at like Walmart. Most stores sell them. They're, they're Taro Ant Killer. Uh, and there's this little thing you cut open the front of it. It's like a, there's a pack of six. They sell them in six. And they're, they're little ant. Uh, not really traps. They're ant bait. And the ant then will eat up the bait and go back and kill the, the queen ant and then kill them. But the stuff I found, I got to find the name of it because. Uh, this stuff works even better, and uh, I gotta, I'll find the name. Oh, here it is. You want? I'll give it out right now. I, I'm, they're not a sponsor, but a lot of people are invaded by ants this time of the year. You can buy this stuff on like Amazon. It's Advian Ant. This stuff's a little more pricey. It's more, it's more advanced. But th- within ten minutes, I am as God is my witness, Eddie. Saturday night, I came back late because I was so hot. I was didn't stay home. I wanted. I got to get out of there. I, I was uh, out swimming or whatever. I came back. I put some of this stuff down. Within 10 minutes, they started feasting on it. By the time I woke up the next morning, they were all gone. Because the ants are a noble insect. They go back for their dead. They go back to get their dead. Is that right? They do. Did you know that? No. Yes. No ant left behind. <laughs> the ant so- no, like the Navy SEALs. No, no, seriously. The ant soldier will go back to get the ant. Uh, but if you want the name, it's A A D V I O N ant uh, is the name of the product. It's like a liquid. It's like a tube. Now ours, you squeeze out ours a bit. are usually in the kitchen. These, yes. these are all safe for the kitchen area where you, you know. Well, food and uh, I would I would advise you where the ants are entering the house. Put it outside because you want your dog licking it. Yeah, because it is. Uh, I, I think it's okay, but I, I you know. I'm not an expert. You shouldn't take advice from me on this. There's big trails right. right now in our parking garage. I know. I saw when I that? walked yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, right by the ticket machine. Yeah, the ants have invaded. Yep. They're so. coming after Mallor. They, they heard what he did to his, <laughs> their friends. They killed all their cousins. Yeah. Ah, we want a pound of flesh here. Ah! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. A day for the ages, as they say, and Koopa Loop's about to have a night for the ages right now is what he's about to do. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Did I see Rod leave? Is he uh, is he leaving? He is. I didn't know I would have. Uh, I thought he was going to be here one. No idea. I feel, yeah, he's I got feel, a long drive. Okay. I feel rude. I didn't realize it was going to be a brief visit. I had no idea. I feel bad. Anyway, all right, what's on the agenda here, Koopalo? Go ahead. Well, Ben, a report uh, over the weekend says that Le'Veon Bell is planning to hold out the entirety of training camp. Yeah. He doesn't get the contract offer he likes. He is looking for some long-term security and a contract worth starting quarterback money. How do you think this ends between Bell and the Steelers? Well, I know how this ends. I am a distant relative of the great Nostradamus, as I've pointed out many times. It ends with Le'Veon Bell missing training camp, right? First of all, we'll call this deja vu. Not the nudie bar deja vu. We'll call this deja vu as in the running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers here because yet again he will not show up until the first week in September. Uh, That's when he can start getting ding. That's when he starts getting fined. So that means other players will get first-team reps in training camp. And secondly, there are worse problems to have than earning $14.5 million guaranteed. And that's the salary here we're talking about for Le'Veon Bell. And as I mentioned, he will not be fined until the regular season begins. He hasn't even signed the franchise tender. So I expect him to be there when the games start, the games that matter. And for Pittsburgh, the question becomes a case of trust. They don't trust him. And as long as the Steelers' front office doesn't trust him, they're not going to pay him a multi-year contract. So there's this weird game of back and forth where a game of chicken and and nothing's going to give. All right, next. Adam Jones essentially said that he thinks that the Orioles should uh, take a page out of the Yankees' book and trade him away for some assets, and then he can later re-sign with the Orioles during free agency. Now, he didn't specifically said that say that, but that's yeah. what he was hinting towards. All ben. right. Now, with I like Jones- how you're reading into the words of Adam Jones, though. I like that. I mean, yeah. is that not what he means, Ben? Well, of course. Uh, yes, right. He wants to get out of there. Now, yeah. with Jones saying this, do you think anyone would actually trade for him? Well, here's the way I look at Adam Jones, right? You could get a you know, trade is a, a an interesting word because you're talking about I would give up a, a couple of bubblegum sticks and some like stale popcorn from the movies 
for Adam Jones. That's about what he's worth at this point. Uh, you know, A, Adam Jones is an average Major League Baseball player. He's going to be 33 years old soon. His numbers are down. His power numbers, his on-base numbers. He's near the near the backside of his career. And then B, it's possible that someone will take a flyer on Jones, try to shake things up, lightning in a bottle, all those cliches. Uh, he's going to be a free agent after the season. But you're not going to get anything of value in return for Adam Jones if you're Baltimore. Next! Oh, all right, Ben. Well, uh, Steve Kerr said that he isn't worried about the addition of DeMarcus Cousins to the team because he's had Draymond Green preparing him for this moment. Yeah. Now, who's the bigger head case, Ben? Do you think it's uh, DeMarcus Cousins or Draymond ah, Green? This, this is not even close. It's DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, first of all, Draymond Green is uh, you know child's play compared to DeMarcus Cousins. Draymond is controlled rage. He's on court wacky with players and officials. It's manageable hysteria. Secondly, DeMarcus Cousins is unhinged lunacy. He is total wackadoodle. He's the clown prince of being in the NBA. Over the years, he has verbally attacked and physically attacked, in some cases, fans and reporters in the locker room who don't appreciate his work. He's been fined over a million bucks. It's clearly DeMarcus Cousins. There it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you actually passed this edition. That's a winner! There you go. Just like, where's the big fan? Where's the sound effect? I need the proper sound effects! It was coming. Have Relax. some more ribs, Eddie. Have some ribs. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line unscreened radio. The safety net is off. And who needs our advice this week? Well, there's a number of people that are possibilities here. The uh, options are endless. We could have gone with Major League Baseball's players for some of their questionable selections of the All-Star game. We decided not to do that. The story that caught my attention here is Luke Walton, who apparently, there's two ways to look at this. Either Luke Walton is just doing his due diligence, or he's panicking that he has to coach LeBron James, even though we know that LeBron James is the coach of the Lakers now. But a story out that Luke Walton is consulting with Ty Lue and a number of other former coaches of LeBron James that he has reached out here to a, a number of them to try to get advice on how to handle LeBron James. So why don't we give Luke Walton some advice since he is barnstorming around the NBA asking Eric Spolstra, Ty Lue, and others how to handle the diva activities of one LeBron James. I didn't go to college, sorry. What is your advice to Luke Walton? You are live on the air when you hear my voice. 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. We'll start out with you on line one. Hello, line one. You are live on the air. Your advice to Luke Walton, line one. Take the advice of Bill Miller. Yeah, that's right. Who? Line, let's go to line three. Line three, you are on the air. We're giving advice to Luke Walton. Line three. Yes, as a late great William Shatter once said, beam me up. Yeah, that's good. That's true. He did say that. Is he still alive? He's dead, uh, he's dead to me. He blocked me on Twitter, so he's, he died that day. Rest in peace, Shatner. Line four. Hello, line four. You're on the air, line four. Uh, yes, Ben. I would look Luke Walton square in the eye and say, you hang up on yourself, Ben Maller. You hang up on yourself, Ben Maller. Line five, you're on the air. We're giving advice to Luke Walton. He's apparently desperate for help on how to coach LeBron James. Sure. The Oakland A's still have a... Line six, you're on the air. Stay on topic, stupid. Line six, those A's fans are so stupid. Line six, hello. <laughs> Line one, you're on the air. We're giving advice to Luke Walton on how to coach LeBron James. Has he seen my baseball? Yes. I'm glad you brought that up. I was watching the Summer League, unless I wasn't, because why would anyone watch the Summer League? But I heard your baseball was in Vegas, just down from the Strip in that seedy 
street where they have all the nudie bars. It's on that street, Uh-oh. and it's right in front of Floyd Mayweather's shop. Right there. Uh-huh. Thank you. All right, good luck. Have a good day, sir. Line two, you're on the air. Hello, line two. Jerk yourself to sleep. Line three, you're on the air. We're, that's a sleep technique. Line three, hello. Danny G's an outkick army spy. Yeah, he is now. Line four, hello. Uh-huh. You're on the air, line four. Hello. Hey, hey, Bill, I'm ready to kick back and watch the All-Star game with some hot nuts. Yeah, whatever happened to hot nuts. One of the great one-hit wonders in the history of the show, hot nuts from Houston. We asked him what he saw for the Super Bowl, and I believe he said low-flying helicopters was what he saw for the Super Bowl. That was his. Uh, didn't he get busted for being a peeping Tom? Was that him? No, no, no. You're confusing oh, the callers. No. He, he Now, Hot Nuts claimed he stopped calling because he dropped his phone into, like, hot oil or something like that. And uh, hot phone, Nuts! He didn't have a phone for a while, and then he never started calling again. Line 6, you're on the air. Hello, Line 6. We're giving advice to Luke Walton on how to properly coach LeBron James. I tell Luke Walton, open up a hair club for men, and you'll have LeBron in your back pocket. Uh, LeBron's already had a lot of work done. I think they're doing good work. His hair's come back. i, I got to know who LeBron talked to. Line, uh, line 1, hello. You're on the air. Ask the fat man and the Jew. Uh, line, uh, line 2, you're on the air. Hello, Line 2. Hi, Ben. This is Betty. Hi, Betty. Line three, you're on the air. Advice to Luke Walton on how to coach LeBron James. He needs to do what all the other servants did. Take a knee and kiss the ring. There you go. Line four, you're on the air. We're giving advice to Luke Walton. He needs help here. He's going around talking to a bunch of different people on how to coach LeBron James. Supposedly going to have a big dinner in Vegas. Who's paying for that dinner tonight? It's a Monday night in Vegas. Uh, I'm guessing the Lakers are. Line four, hello. Yeah, I got two words. Phil Jackson. Now stop. Phil's not walking through that door. You can blame Jeannie Bus for that. Line five. Hello, line five. Oh, uh, what's in the box? What's in the box? Line you si- don't know. Line six. Hello. Uh, slow your roll there. Yes, yeah, slow your roll. Line one. Hello, line one. Yeah, eat more poontang. All right, Doc. I, I don't think you said. I don't think you said that properly. I think that's a. Uh, yeah. Poutine. Poutine yeah. is what it is. Yes. <laughs> right. You'll have to hear his version on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, although some people do enjoy that as a side dish. Uh, line two. <laughs> Hello, line two. Rectum is wrecked. All right. He's not here. You don't have to say that. Line three. We're giving advice. You're just listening to the show for the first time. This is the Insta Advice Line. We're giving advice to Luke Walton on how to coach LeBron James. He's apparently a lost puppy dog going around and begging people for wisdom here. How emasculating is this for Luke Walton, by the way? I mean, you're a grown-ass man. You're an NBA coach. You're begging other people. That's ridiculous. Hello, line uh, line three. Be more like the Danettes and say, I love you, LeBron. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, man. That's uh, I wish I had that. Line four, hello. Good morning. I'd say me too, me too, coach. Yeah, uh, line five, that's you. We're giving advice to Luke Walton on how to properly coach LeBron James. I'd go ahead and get a hold of some baby food and a real estate agent. There you go. All right. Line six, hello. Tuchus, 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 oh, there it is, the Tuchus, 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 man. That's the original Tuchus, 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 Except man. Except no imitations. You know, there's other guys that How try to steal. How do you know? I can tell the voice, the tone of the voice. There's something special about the original Tuchus, Tuchus, man. Uh, line one, hello. Is that you, line one? Mary 420, man. There you go. All right. Uh, line two. Are you there, line two? I'm here. All right. Thank you good. for that. Uh, line three. Hello. Luke, he is your father. Yes, that's well, and he is now. That's true. All right. We'll do one more. What happened to the music, Danny? I don't know. You faded well, it down. Oh, well, there's a reason for that. Oh, really? Because we've had to hit the tump button oh, two times. Oh. Should we all pause for a moment yeah, of silence all right. here? Ben, let's, all, you... let's all pay respects to the coaching career of Luke Walton, <laughs> which is you. about to end soon. Amen. All right, back <laughs> to it we go. Uh, line four, you are next. It's the instant advice line for Luke Walton on Coach LeBron. Is this the last one? Or no, not yet. No. Only if it's good. Uh, line four. Uh, yes, Ben. If I were Luke, I would install a play known as the Maller Maneuver. Oh, that is a good. That is a good play. All right, Coop, pick the last one. Go ahead, Coop. Last one. Go ahead. Line three. Line three. The final call. Instant advice line. Luke Walton on Coach LeBron James. Hello, line number three. That is you, line three. 
Embrace LeBron like Anger Bill embraces a dog. All right, there it is, the Insta Advice Line. I don't know how much of that you heard, but we heard all of it here. Uh, Thanks to everyone that participated. To be worried or not to be worried, we will discuss what's that all about. We'll get to it, and we will do it next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 